This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. What's up? Welcome in to the CHGO Bears podcast, training camp edition as we roll on. Presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. What's going on, Bears fans? Adam Hogue, Nicholas Moriano with you. It's been kind of an exhausting few days, quite frankly. It has. It definitely has um, with... Everything with Roquan and obviously a preseason game on Saturday. There's a lot happening this week, Adam. Yeah, and flying under the radar is the uh, quarterback actually looking pretty damn good all of a sudden. So um, we don't want to. We want to can't sure. bury that. Yeah, no, can't right there, front and center on your headline today on the show. So uh, you should be excited about that, and I promise you we will get into that. We do have to discuss some of this Roquan stuff, the latest developments there, but we won't exhaust it. Um, anyway, let's jump in though, Nick. Best and worst that you saw today. Day 13, according to the whiteboard. I'm just going to go off the whiteboard behind you. I had to change that right before you got on here, Adam. I'm like, oh, wait, that was from yesterday's, but it is day 13. The best thing I saw, the Bears were doing some situational type of drills, trying to get into the end zone. This situation, they were on the 35-yard line, and they actually scored a touchdown on this drive, but previous in the drive there are two penalties that happened there's a delay of game and a holding call by chase allen but despite those penalties the bears were able to actually still move the ball downfield and eventually get what i think was the play of the day was tajay sharp's touchdown the back left corner of the end zone but that whole drive like the bears having some things not go their way but still end up with the touchdown in the end yeah and by the way the bears were not in pads today uh not surprising sort of like a friday type practice before a game on Saturday, although, you know, it is still training camp, so a little bit more than a Friday practice, but uh, no pads, and uh, it was a little bit shorter, too. They actually stopped earlier than even the schedule said, so um, just for your information there. Uh, the best thing I saw is actually, I'm going to say press conference item, and maybe this sounds weird, but there are times where you can you can kind of tell a lot about a player, um, especially when it comes to, I think, to uh, professionalism, when it comes to how they carry themselves just publicly, uh, the way they explain things, the way, whether it's stuff that they're actually saying or just how they're saying it. Where I'm going with this is for a rookie out of Southern Utah, Braxton Jones, like, comes off like a veteran. Does he not like it, it, it? Something about his presence, the way he talks, the way he explains why things are going well, but also how he's staying grounded. He's giving thought to every question, and you can just tell he is an intelligent human being. Like there's, there's something there with him, and I think that in combination to how we're seeing the Bears utilize him on the field with the starters, the results we're seeing. It adds up to what I think is a pretty intriguing and positive development at an incredibly important position at left tackle for the Chicago Bears this season. Adam, anytime we get to a chance to speak with Braxton Jones, I always look forward to it because I know he's going to be really, really good. And he, he said that in his press conference. Like, each time I talk to you guys, I want to get better at that. So it's not just on the field. It's the off-the-field stuff too. But he just does come across like he's been in this league for – five, six years, and yet 
Southern Utah, and now is the starting left tackle of the Chicago Bears. But really impressive, um, not only with what he's been doing off the field, but just how he does answer those questions. Like you were saying, he does give thoughts to them. And, you know, it was awesome just hearing about, like, the Robert Quinn stuff that he was talking about, Mm -hmm. like seeing how quickly he gets there. It's not the same as, like, uh, some of the other rookies that he goes up against, but how, you know, just facing him each and every day has really helped him to just make the most out of this first opportunity at starting as a left tackle. Yeah, I just I, I, there's something about just sitting in there in that room today where I'm just like, man, this guy, this guy might be for it. real. I don't know. There's something about it. Like he just he just, it, and even when he's talking about how he's trying to pick up fronts and read the defenses, um, you know, you have to you have to be a smart football player, right? And that's mm-hmm. you know, not at every position, but you know, at, on the old line, I I don't think there's enough. There's a lot of talk about like how strong and physical and mauling you got to be. But at the same time, like you really have to understand what you're seeing in the defense and read and react to that stuff. And um, look, this guy hasn't even played an NFL down yet. We'll see what he looks like Saturday night against the Chiefs in his first preseason game. But you guys know that I put a lot in first impressions. That was one of the items I put in this week's Bears Things newsletter, if you check that out, and Braxton Jones, I mean, the first impressions have been positive. I don't know how else you can go in any other direction at this point. Uh, how about the worst thing you saw today? Yeah, so I'll go stick with those situational drills that the Bears had on offense. Later on in the practice, I thought the defense started to step their game up and try to make it a little bit more even. They had a situation where they started on the 50, were trying to, again, try to score, but it was like an incomplete pass to Tajay Sharp. Then you had an incomplete pass to the right, trying to target Darnell Moody, and then Justin Jones would have had a sack uh, on Justin Fields. And so it was a three-and-out sequence after, you know, the Bears did start off hot early on in this practice, and we'll definitely talk about that. But, hey, credit to the defense for making the plays, but in that sequence for the offense, that was kind of the, the worst, you know, three consecutive plays. Obviously, they didn't move the ball, and it was three-and-out for, for the first-team offense. Yeah, I think um, for me, maybe I'll just keep it a press conference theme. But, you know, the head coach is in a really tough spot answering some of his questions about Roquan Smith um, when a lot of it has to do with the front office above him. Um, But to both say that you're going to have to ask Roquan Smith why he didn't practice today and then also admit that the team's not going to let him talk to the media because he didn't practice – that's just it's it's hypocritical. It doesn't really make sense. And I and I honestly think too, just beyond what it means for like you know talking to the media and who cares about that. Like, I, you know, if you're gonna take this tough tough stance on Roquan, like I think you can honestly be tougher about it. You know, you don't have to deflect the questions. Yeah, this is a player. What maybe this is our transition into the Roquan Smith conversation right now because. Essentially what happened procedurally in the last 24 hours since they took him off a pup shortly after our show ended yesterday, um, this turned into a situation where the team and the player were mutually agreeing to, to not have him practice while they figured out the contract. And by taking him off a pup, they said, nope, you're medically cleared now. You have to be at practice. And now it's your choice to not show up. And, you know, you got to treat him then like a player who's refusing to practice or not showing up to practice or being late to practice in a different situation. Um, and usually that comes with team discipline. And I understand that coaches, even in those situations, don't always disclose that stuff. I'm not even saying the Bears have to do that. But um, I don't know. I just don't think that it was – I honestly think that they can be a little bit tougher than they're, they're being publicly. Yeah, it almost seems like, Adam, that despite Eberflus' rules that are in place, it's like Roquan's almost above them, right? Where it's like, okay, he he is here. He's supposed to be practicing, but he's not. You, you could technically, you know, fine him, right? Because yeah. he's not practicing. And yet, that's not that's not the case, as, as we know right now. So it almost seems like even though Eberflus has been – we learned all about his rules, his philosophies, his hits philosophy, everything he's put in place – this situation, Roquan Smith is kind of above all that. I get it. He's your best player on your team. But that's kind of like the message that's kind of being sent right now that 
despite what's going on, what I believe in as the head coach, I'm going to put you on a pedestal above that as it stands today on Thursday. Yeah, and and I think that's also just in um, if the I guess my point is if the head coach is going to come out and say, hey, you're going to have to ask him why he didn't practice. Well, then the team can put the player in a position where if he's not going to talk, then then you can put that on the player. And instead, just so people understand, the Bears' official word on this, and we we're clearing this up actually a little bit after practice and interviews today with the team. It's part of the reason why the show's a little bit late going today. Um, but the official word is that the Bears were not making Roquan available to the media today. And my understanding is it was discussed with him, um, but it's actually the team not making him available, not Roquan refusing to speak. Um, that's how it was worded. And I don't know. I just, I, I honestly think the team, the organization can take a stronger stance and be like, nope, he's going to have to answer for this now. And if he's not going to talk, well, that's on him. I wonder, Adam, too, if they're not allowing him to speak to the media because obviously he put out a strong statement to Ian Rappaport. What else can Roquan maybe say to further where he's coming from and kind of put on the organization still? I wonder if that can also be what the Bears are thinking of. Like, oh, yeah, I just I still feel disrespected. We're still not having these talks. So if he does go into another public forum, he could take advantage of that and still put it in his favor. I don't know. But, yeah, it is an interesting dilemma that the bears are in because it seems like it's just become more of a distraction if when he's not talking and that's the case right now yeah and i don't know you you, you might be onto something there too because it might allow him right now the bears seem to be controlling the narrative on this since that statement came mm-hmm. out tuesday morning and and i think that that's a good thing for them so maybe they're they're worried about that flipping again if roquan talks by the way roquan's still in the building uh out there signing autographs again as he's been doing almost every day i think he's getting that part of it the pr side of it like hey I'm still out here. I'm being good to the fans. Um, uh, I actually saw him as I was walking out of the building today. He's driving. Uh, I don't know if it's Tariq Cohen's slingshot, but it's. Yep. <laughs> saw that. It's, it's a slingshot. Uh, uh, he did give me a little bit of wave. So, you know, he's still <laughs> around. And, and I think that that's what makes it tricky with the fines, because I, we, I know a number of us have been trying to get complete clarification on this it's been harder uh, than i thought for some reason but my understanding on this right now is i do not believe he is subject to the cba fines the cba mandated fines which are for players that um do not report to training camp or miss days um during training camp because he's technically not missing the days he's there Mm -hmm. he's he was out there in the practice field he's in the building still so I think, and that's probably why he's doing that, because I think that prevents him from being fined under the CBA. Now, teams can still have their own discipline. And I mm-hmm. do think that the Bears can still come out and find a player who refuses to practice, um, just like you would find a player who's late for practice, right? And I still think that that's probably worded within his contract that, you know, if you show up late or miss a practice, you can still be fined by the team. So whether or not the team's doing that, I saw that question pop up here in the comments. Um, Matt Eberflus would not say. He said that's up to the front office. So I, and they, it was so fresh after practice, they maybe not, you know, figure that out. Although I think it was probably something they would have discussed last night, you know, based on if he was going to come to practice or not. But, you know, whatever. That's kind of the situation as it stands right now. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's uh, it's obviously a very unique one. Very, um, A lot of eyes are going to be watching how this all unfolds. And, uh, yeah, I honestly have no idea when or if this will ever get resolved. But at some point it does. And, you know, we'll be there to talk about it when it happens. But this certainly went from something that seemed like a um, mutual agreement that could be figured out and resolved to in the last 48 hours being more of a problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, Devin says that's like me showing up to work and sitting in the break room. <laughs> uh, it was funny when I had like a summer job, Adam, I kind of, I kind of did that. I was working down at the Waukegan port district and you just drive around little go-karts all day. And then I watched like a movie for two and a half hours. And that's what I did. I got paid for it. 
No one monitored me, so no I, one I cared. No one noticed that you were just watching movies. No, so it was great. I was with uh, my good friend Ben from uh, I've known him forever. We're like, hey, just want to go watch a movie? Like, no one's gonna care. Like, yeah, let's go do it. Loopholes, loopholes. Uh, so that's what you're doing when I can't find you at practice. Yeah, I'm, I'm just watching a movie somewhere in, in the woods. In the yeah. woods. Yeah. When, when he says he's watching film, he's just watching films. Oh. Yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Different watching kind films. of film. Technically not lying, just not the yeah. film you think he's watching. Yeah, that's exactly. the that's what Kyler Murray wanted, thought about his contract. He's like, oh, I get to watch films <laughs> for four hours? Cool. Oh, can you show everybody that T-shirt? Lawrence, I love oh, that sure. shirt. Good, obvious shirt. I never heard anybody say I'm going to Cleveland on vacation. The old Joakim Noah quote. Love Joakim. Facts. Anyone anyone here been on vacation to Cleveland? I've been to Cleveland. I don't know if I've been on vacation there. I've only been there for work. (laughs) Went to a, a baseball game there and had a wedding there another time. Whatever. Yeah. I don't Fine. think that qualifies as a vacation. I'd no. say the same thing about Detroit, too. <laughs> Shout out to I, some commenters in our chat. Did you watch Hard Knocks, by the way, Nick? Yes. Oh, my God. Oh. That was that was awesome. They are okay. I said what I said in the overreaction about the Bears practice. They turned it up, like, to 100 in that Detroit Lions practice that they yes. showcase on Hard yes. Knocks. Holy shit. That was that was good. It's it's going to be an entertaining season for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think we we uh, I have I have two. Well, oh, man, I'm trying to think of it. So there's two th- there's two problems that I came up with. Oh yeah, I got them. I got them. Okay. Okay. So some critiques though on the Lions. All right, this is still NFC North talk. Um, Jamal Williams, right? Mm-hmm. The running back. Yes. Okay. That was a heck of a speech he gave. Mm-hmm. But I'm kind of like, man, that's the first padded practice of the year. Save your bullets, man. You know? Like, I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot to give out. You know, when, when they're 0 4, like, who's going to give the speech then? You know what I mean? Like, it's going to be hard to top that. You know, you got to work up to that. It was a hell of a speech. It's not the, not the problem. I'm just like, you know, maybe when it save that for like a more important moment of the season in the first padded practice. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. I, okay. I understand that. The other thing I have is Deuce Staley and Aaron Glenn <laughs> just talking shit to each other constantly on every single play in practice. When do they coach the players? <laughs> I thought they were going to get into a fight at one point. I'm like, these guys are about to go at it. No, that's a really good point, though, because they are just back and forth constantly. Every single rep. It's like, okay, this is going to be a distraction at some point. Like, I, I, I love the scene. It was very entertaining. You know, the entertainment value way up here. I'm just wondering when they're just constantly yelling at each other on every single play. Like, when do you, when do you coach the players up in practice? Maybe they just save it all for the film room. Although Deuce Maybe. also made it clear, no farting in the running back room. <laughs> he did. They were uh, past some gas in that room, apparently. I'm looking at the Lions' schedule now that you say, like, oh, well, who's going to give the speech after maybe 0-4? They play the Eagles to start off, the Washington Commanders, Vikings. They could, I mean, that's that could be 0-3, realistically. Yeah. And then the Seahawks, Patriots. So it's not very easy for the Lions to start off their season. Yeah. All right. Well, this is a little hard knock talk. I'm glad you saw it. Oh, by the way, a little bit of breaking news from a former bear. Uh, remember how, I don't know if we even talked about this, but Adam Shaheen got traded to the Texans the other day. Um, oh, yeah. That trade has now fallen through because Adam Shaheen failed his physical. Mm. So he will mm. revert back to Miami. Oh, I <laughs> tried to ship him off and now he's back. Now he's a dolphin again. Yeah. So, oh, good old Adam Shaheen. All right. I, you, I didn't know he had dreads. When did that happen? You see oh, that I, photo of him? I, I did not know he had dreads, though. That's interesting. That, it's, 
Crazy. All right. Uh, hey, the best way to support CHGO is to download the Points Bet app. Use code CHGO when you sign up. And if you do that right now, you'll get two risk free bets up to $2,000. And that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first time deposit, you will receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content. You'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's $2,000 in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more first time deposit at PointsBet. Any questions, email PointsBet at allchgo.com. We'll help you out. Your home for live in-play betting just got even better. If you happen to see an edge in the game you're watching, if your team's prime for a comeback, don't just watch the game. Bet along with it live. PointsBet is more live betting, more live markets, and faster live cash outs. Download the PointsBet app right now. Use promo code CHGO. What are you waiting for? It is time to elevate your live betting game. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER for crisis counseling and referral services. Uh, speaking of points bet, you guys, I actually made a bet for today, and I did it blindly, basically. There, Adam, I'm going to admit that it's an eight-leg parlay. All right, I'm just going to tell Whoa. you what I got going on here. Whoa. Literally, I looked at all the baseball games that were going, and I picked one side. Hope you didn't pick the White all. Sox. I I did, I did. So I got money line. I know money line Marlins, money line Guardians. Uh, Rangers, White Sox, St. Louis Cardinals, Pittsburgh Pirates, Baltimore Orioles, and the Cubs. So, all I'm on the in, money line. All on the money line. Okay. To win over three thousand bucks, we'll see if that happens. I'm just gonna, you know, tune out of baseball this today and see if I can get a good prize there. But let me tell you, every, everybody, about Athletic Greens. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day off right. This mixture of ingredients helps your immune system, gives you energy, and improves your focus, and that's why I take my Athletic Greens, and you should too. What's awesome about Athletic Greens is that it costs less than a cup of coffee a day. It also helps support better sleep quality and recovery, which we all definitely need. So right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient Daily nutrition is just one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's super simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health to make it easy. Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash chgobears as athleticgreens.com slash chgobears to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. All right. Um, athletic Greens mixed with Owen is great, says the commenter. Oh. Um, the Jolly Green keep Giant. Mine separate. Yeah. Keep mine separate. Your shirt kind of looks like athletic, athletic Greens. It does, yeah. That's actually the, 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 the color of it when you mix it in there. It's not the most appealing looking, but it's good for you. So did you just say your shirt's not appealing? Uh, I think it's kind of as a, li- as a liquid as a liquid. But I was trying to compliment your shirt, and then you just trashed the color of. I would I would say if you're drinking this like this color, it's like ooh. But if you're wearing it, or if you're me, you can pull it off. Obviously, so it okay. works. Fair enough. All right, <laughs> um, let's talk about the quarterback. It's been a I think an encouraging couple days, to be honest. Um, it's just seen like some of the stuff we talked about yesterday. Uh, ball placement's been good. Decision-making's been pretty good, it seems like. Uh, Matt Eberflew's touched on this a little bit today. And, um, you know, he seemed to agree that... And and it comes despite the fact that so many wide receivers are out. And so he's getting a lot of reps with a lot of different players. And um, just like we shouldn't put... You know, shouldn't overreact too much to some of the bad days. You don't want to do the same about the good, but... Mm -hmm there does seem to be like some stepping stones here that have been working the last couple days in particular. Yeah. And I think the good thing and Eberflus kind of touched on it is that he's getting these reps with, with guys that are not particularly in the offense on, you know, a consistent basis, but he's still distributing the ball where it needs to go. Like Chase Allen scored a touchdown. Jake Tongs, if, if I think that's how you pronounce the last name correctly. He scored a touchdown. Tajay Sharp had that play of the day we were talking about earlier. So you're seeing the ball being distributed to guys that are not necessarily going to be in the lineup come week one, or you kind of hope not. But still, Justin Fields making the right the right um, reads, 
<laughs> there you go. Bear, not a bear for, for Jake Tongs there. Uh, but, full, man. You and know Chase, yeah. Chase Allen, like, are these guys real? Are you making it up? Yeah, Iowa State yeah. tight end. Well, Jake Tongs used to be a – I think he was a tight end at one point, Adam, and then he converted to fullback. So. A couple weeks ago, he was a tight end. Yeah, so guys that are, you know, converting. But Justin Fields making the most out of whoever it is, whatever position they play, they're playing – Justin Fields taking advantage of those guys and, you know, making some plays out there. Got a super chat from James Holman for $5. Appreciate that. He asks, how does JF1's progress in this offense look compared to Jordan Love's? Um, Full disclosure, we do not cover the Packers. I have never seen Jordan Love practice. Um, That being said, uh based on the progress I've seen of Jordan Love on the field. Justin Fields is already way, 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 way better. There's a lot of ways in there, but I, yeah. I put like 10, 10 more on top of that yeah. because I haven't heard any. Honestly, I kind of forgot about Jordan Love because Aaron Rodgers is still there. So it's like, yeah, no, there, I don't think there's any comparison at this point. That last year when Jordan Love started a game. Oh, yeah, because – um. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was immunized. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he was immunized, and uh, Jordan Love had to uh, play. Um, they amazingly had him try to throw sixty-two times in that game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no, oh. that can't be right. Hang on, I don't. I'm not looking at the game. I'm looking at. Okay. Um, he played in six games, so hang on. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. Settle down there. No, that game in Kansas City, like, it was terrible, remember? Yeah. It was like a 9-7 to seven game, and right. they but made I... his mom sit in the very last row of Arrowhead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which yeah. is great. Um, But he Let's threw see, 67 – he threw 62 balls on the season. Okay. Cause 34. He did play, 34 he in play, that game. Yeah, he played a little bit in week 17 as well where he had 17 pass attempts. So he went 9 of 34 – in that game uh, with an interception and a sack. And I, they didn't score in that game, right? Let's see. Where's this? Oh, no, it was 13 to seven. seven. Yeah. 19 to 34, one touchdown, one interception. But they didn't score until uh, there's 454 left in the fourth quarter. Ah. So. And it looks. Elizard. Yep. So late in the game. Oh, so Love did have a touchdown. Oh, yeah. One yep. touchdown, one INT. Yeah. So, uh, but look, it, it's it was more one of those things where you watched. Granted, they have Aaron Rodgers, but you see that offense every week with Aaron Rodgers, and then you see it with Jordan Love, and it was like, like, okay, not the same, <laughs> not the same team at all. Um, where Justin Fields, as bad as last year was, still had some really good, impressive moments. Sprinkled oh, yeah. in there. And and really about that same time in the season, appeared to turn the corner against the 49ers and the uh, Steelers before things kind of fell apart. Yeah. Adam, I'm looking at this comment here from, from Robert. He says, with the back backward hat and the hand gestures, if you turn down the volume, Hogue looks like a rapper. New Eminem? Question mark? Oh, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. I guess that, is that your calling? Um... I cannot rap. Wouldn't even try to. Oh, boy, that's a new hat. That's a new one. I keep making weird bootlegged hats that you can't actually get. I mean, like, what is going on with these bootleg hats? What are we doing? What is that? Look at that. Yep. See that? Right there. What is happening here? Oh, my God. How do you make those? Poorly? (laughs) I, I think it looks pretty good. I don't know. I mean, looks... Nice. Got the I will mesh. say when he debuted the last one, I thought it looked terrible, and then he actually wore it to House Hall, and I was like, it looks better in person. Yeah, but I didn't uh, see that one yet. Did you wear that today? I did not. Yeah, I did I not. See, I, I was gonna say I didn't see. But that. Instagram, Instagram, they always man, they they you find like a nice little ad, and I see it at the right time. Like shit, now I gotta go make a hat, and then I'll customize it and get it like five weeks later, and boom, here it is. That's how they get me. Yeah, see that hat is fire. Boom. Uh, Boom. Should we, should we take hat? care of the super chat right while we're here? I know uh, it's in there. I could save it till later. Yeah. No, no, let's do it. Let's do it. Okay. Ben's place. Has Satan cursed the bears? Yes. For $6.66. <laughs> I see you, Ben. Oh. I see you. Uh, good. 
would uh, hope not. I mean, like, maybe, like, since 1986 and the quarterback situation? I don't know. Yeah. Not anymore, though. JF1. QB1. Well, this is like, I mean, George Hallis passed away, and then they got about another decade of juice out of there from an organization that was, you know, run by a guy who basically invented the league, invented modern football, and then uh, the, the juice wore off on that, and now there's just people running the team that don't know football. Like, I'm not making that up. Like, that's a real thing. Mm-hmm. But George rides a scooter. <clears throat> he does that very well. He does. Yeah. He does. Try to try to document it. Yep. But he's uh, not. He's Benji. Not, uh, six. He, he's not they the football him. guy. They cursed him with Soldier Field. <laughs> Ask Cairo Santos how about Soldier Field. He'll tell you. All right, I'll get out of the way. Get back to the get back to the fun talk. Are we doing overreactions today? Oh, we should. Yeah. Um, my uh, overreaction. Oh, we, are we doing that? Is that happening now? Sure. Why not? Oh. Look at that. Oh! <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't think, I, awesome. I knew I had to do one of these. <laughs> I just figured. That looks good. A little Michael Scott in there. Yeah. Love it. What's the other thing from? Oh, come on, man. That's like a that's a WWE uh, meme. Oh, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't. Not like, it's, it's, it was a fan, the meme. fan in the front. No, fan in the front row. And he just, I mean, I never saw it live. But, yeah, he was like, and like everyone just posts that all the time. So uh, I'm just a rapper. I don't know about wrestling. <laughs> Okay, let's Will overreact. Does. Will does. Will Will's the wrestling. Will's guy. a big wrestling guy. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No, he he would have known that right away. Uh, my uh, overreaction? overreaction. Yeah, go for it. You got one? I was just gonna say Tajay Sharp is is making this roster, Adam. I don't know about oh, you and like the power rankings, but it wasn't just a touchdown catch he had today. He also caught. I think I don't know if he was expecting Justin Fields to turn up the heat on a slant pass, but. Fields rocketed this ball into Tajay Sharp, but he kind of caught it almost with his face, but was able to catch the ball on the slant. And he also took a, a screen pass and made some positive yards. So making the most out of, you know, most of those wide receivers still being out, but overreaction, again, that's what this segment is for, Tajay Sharp is making the roster and is doing so, not in special teams or anything like that, but as a wide receiver. Yeah, my overreaction is that the Bears trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Not because they need a different starting quarterback, but I think he'd be a perfect backup. He okay. knows the system coming from San Francisco, Chicago guy, big upgraded backup quarterback, I feel like. And I still have questions about the offensive line and Justin Fields staying healthy. So go get Jimmy Garoppolo. You see the, the Browns are apparently interested in, in Garoppolo if, Watson misses more than the six games, which yeah. I seems inevitable. You kind of wonder if that's why this is like being drawn out, figure out how long he's actually going to be out. Is it worth the trade for Jimmy? Jimmy G is, is Jimmy Garoppolo any better than Baker Mayfield though? That's a good question. Uh, if he is, it's not by much, right? That's, that's what I mean. Like it's just, uh, I don't know. Yeah, it's not by much. Mm-mm. He's like someone said. He, he's a he's a good looking dude though. And oh, outstanding looking human being. Yeah. Jimmy G is way hotter than just. Thanks, Matt. Matt Nagy yeah. chiming in in the comments. Uh, Appreciate it. Look forward to seeing Matt Nagy <laughs> on Saturday at Soldier Field. Yeah. Be fun. Um, speaking of that, we should probably give you some updates on the roster who might be playing in that game. Do a little bit of preview here. We will not have a show tomorrow. Um, back Saturday, post game episode coming for you. Our first post game episode coming right after the game Saturday. So look out for that. Uh, looking forward to it. But Bears are off tomorrow, so we're off tomorrow too, and we'll be back Saturday. So uh, we'll use this opportunity here to kind of preview the game. Um, Matt Eberflus did say that the starters will play somewhere around 15 to 20 plays, and it'll vary by player. So mm-hmm. it might not be a whole thing where it's just, oh, entire first team out. Some might receive less. Like, I think for Justin, that he's probably in that range of 15 to 20. That's actually how the, the question was asked, is like, how much will Justin play? Um, 
if I'm the Bears, I'm probably only playing Mooney like maybe ten snaps. Yeah. Um, but if I'm looking at Braxton Jones, I'm saying maybe go play the whole first half. You know. See, then it gets it gets interesting with him though, Adam, because he is your starting left tackle, and I know he he. Honestly, out of the guys, he should get that experience. He but needs if the reps, he were to, though, man. I know, but if he goes down, it's like, God, I mean, whew, yeah, that but, just creates a whole, I don't even know. See, I think but it's, yes. a, it's always a risk and reward thing by player, right? Until yeah. so you look at what, what can they possibly get out of it versus, you know, what's the best case scenario, what's the worst case scenario. And the worst case scenario is always suffering a season-ending injury in the preseason, which would which would be horrible for any player. Um so if you're like looking at like what's Darnell Mooney gonna get out of this exactly, versus that yeah. worst case scenario, okay, he's good. But Braxton Jones, man, as good as all this has been, he still needs reps in live action. Um, yes, he can learn it on the fly once the season starts, but I'd much rather get him as polished as possible in the preseason before I'm talking about live bullets in a week one game against that San Francisco 49ers front, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Nick Bosa doesn't, he's not going to care whether you're a rookie or a veteran. He's going to go after you with everything he has. So yeah, I, I can see that. Adam. I, you're, you've talked me into uh, at least a half, at least a half. All right. Um, but then like, you know, it'll be interesting. Uh, and I would say the same about Larry Borum, right? So Riley reef might be somebody that you only play a little bit. Then you get Larry Borum in there. So you, what, like, it wouldn't surprise me if you end up seeing a combination where at, at some point early on in the game where it becomes Braxton Jones and Larry Borum out there together as the two tackles. Um, and then at some point you probably work Tevin Jenkins in there. Although I did ask Iberflu specifically about Jenkins today because they've still been, you could tell, kind of easing him back out there. So I'm not totally sure that they're going to put him in a game yet. And he wouldn't answer the question yet. He said he had to talk to the interesting thing about how he answered that was he had to talk to Chris Morgan, not the trainers. Yeah. So like, that almost told me that he feels like he is healthy, but is he ready? Like up to speed enough with what they're going to run. Yeah. Cause like even in today's practice, Adam, it, it was Riley Reef initially. Then you saw Larry Borum at with the second team. Then you saw Tevin Jenkins with the second team for a period. And then it went, primarily Larry Borum down the stretch with the first team. And it was, it was just a mixture of tackles rotating in and out. So yeah, you still got to see where, where Jenkins is at this point, because he's still, I guess, technically in that, that ramp up period that even has been talking about. Yeah. Um, uh, super chat here from Justin Frost. How many snaps do you think the first team at defensive line will get, uh, can go by each player on the line. All right, fine. Challenge accepted. Same type of deal. Robert Quinn. Mm-hmm. I would actually sit him. I don't yeah, even know why he, he needs to play. play a snap. Put him in. Nope. And, and and by the way, I'm guessing that's what he's going to ask for. Like, <laughs> this is the guy that didn't even show up to mandatory minicamp back in June because he knows how to get his body right. So I don't think there's any way, reason to waste any of his bullets on a preseason game. So uh, there's one example there. However, Travis Gibson on the other side, I'd play him a good amount. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think he needs to play a ton, but. This is a new scheme. You're trying to figure out how he fits. He, um, you know, went from a five technique in college to a three, four outside linebacker. Now he needs to be a true four, three hand on the ground defensive end. I think he's got a chance to be good at it, but give him some, some, uh, live chances as many as possible. You know, Mario Edwards jr. Even one of the veterans, this is a different defense. Yeah. Different defense for him. Um, Al Quadi Muhammad, Maybe like Gibson, like the same kind of whatever yeah. Gibson's getting. But he's actually played in this defense. You know what True, I mean? Yeah. Like, so I don't even know that, that that's that important um, to play him. Dominique Robinson, I'd play him a ton. Oh, yeah. You know, he'll, I'm sure he'll play a lot in this game. Uh, Carson Taylor, I, I think, should get plenty of run, too. And then the, probably the guys you see towards the end are Charles Snowden and Sam Kamara. I'm just kind of looking at the defensive ends right now. Um, the tackles... Again, like even Angelo Black's in a veteran, like he should, he's a new defense for him. If he's uh, available, because he didn't practice today, and he's right. he's been like in and out like the you're last right. 
couple of days. So I wonder where he's even at health health wise. I'm curious to see where Kyrus Tonga lines up since they listed him as the backup three technique. And he got he got a sack on Justin Fields today. Like that was he would have had Justin Fields dead to right. So yeah, I'm curious to see where big number ninety five lines up on Saturday. Uh the rest of the guys I'd all play. Justin Jones, Micah Dude Treadway, Mike Pennell, Junior, Mikhail London, um, Trevon Coley, bear or not a bear, apparently is a bear. I'm sure we'll leave him. We'll see him on uh yeah. That's it. Oh, wait, are you serious? That's, oh, man. I can't Actually, tell you, you know what? what? Is. Yeah, 79. Oh, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at an old roster. I have so many rosters on this desk. Uh, 79. Yep, there he is. Yeah. Wait, who'd you say? Trevon Coley, <laughs> 79. Oh, this, this is another old roster. I have Gene DeLance. I don't have an updated roster. Oh, yeah, I remember Gene DeLance. Oh, Gene DeLance is the offense of 79. Well, there's another 79. That's not the guy you mentioned. Holy crap. All right. It's fun. So many rosters. All right. It's fun. Bear and unbear. Uh, how about in terms of... Okay, other guys. David Montgomery. Dealing with something, obviously. Uh, but Matty Flues made it sound like not a big deal. He'll be back soon. Uh, Same so... with Cole Komet. Cole Komet, too. We got a li- little bit more clarity on that. Whatever that is that he was shaking his shoulder, arm out, doesn't sound like that big of a deal. Um, so, uh, Swift Sports Network says Trevon Coley, a defensive tackle, played for Flues in Indy. was a two-year starter in Cleveland. You know, I wish I had the roster that actually had his name on it because <laughs> I don't. All right. There, 28-year-old, yeah. There you go. He's been around. Ravens in 2016, Washington, a couple years with the Browns, then bouncing around. Ravens, Colts, Cardinals, Jets, Titans. That's all in like the last two years. Holy so he's been God. he's been a guy around the league. Hey, definitely is. Wow. Yeah. Um, deep on the Bears depth chart right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what, Adam, before... We continue kind of previewing this Saturday's matchup, week one, preseason. Got to tell everybody about FOCO. And if you're listening to this podcast, you should know about FOCO, but I got you. Um, FOCO and CSU have teamed up to give you access to the best collectibles and gear around, whether it's Bears, Cubs, White Sox, Blackhawks, or Bulls. FOCO have something for you, your kid, a friend, a loved one. Everybody can get in on what FOCO has to offer. If you're looking to get new you know, licensed collectible gear, especially for Saturday's preseason game. Foco's got you covered from, you know, men's apparel, women's, kids. You get you can get all at Foco, and here's, like, the best part about all of this. If you go to foco.com, or if you look at the link in our YouTube description, you can actually get 10% off non-presale items using that code CHGO. So definitely go check it out. Looking to get some new gear for the season. Foco is a place to go. F-O-C-O dot com. All right. Um, let's see. Where are we at? We should probably do our finish up with some questions. I don't know. Should we look at any? I, I'm curious if anybody else has any more questions about, like, who might be playing. Um, I, I think it'll be a good opportunity for the running backs, though, because you're you're getting live action in a real game. You can really evaluate the running the running game and with – Montgomery out like you imagine Khalil Herbert gets a good amount of carries but Treston Ebner I feel like we'll get a ton of carries in this game and that'll be really uh, valuable to 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 see him I, I've liked what I've seen from him in these practices so just getting a full full run in the game I think will be good yeah and I'll go on the opposite side like Jack Sanborn you know I think this is going to be a huge opportunity for him to actually see what he's capable of he's been doing a good job so far throughout camp but to get those live reps against another team filling gaps and just being responsible in your cover whatever it may be on a given play like seeing jack sanborn how he can capitalize on his first preseason game that'll be big for him too yeah um i i you know i i think some of what i said yesterday was taken a little bit out of context where i was just like there's so many guys out the only point I was trying to make was that I think there's some missed opportunities there with only three preseason games, especially when it comes to some of these wide receivers and just not getting a chance to look at them. 
but yeah, there's still plenty of other guys on this roster. We're going to have to play a lot and there will be a lot of, will be some really good evaluation. Um, you know, sometimes I actually feel like these rosters are too big for some of these preseason games because by like the fourth quarter, you're like, okay, what are we, you know, <laughs> how many can, of these guys that are playing right now actually have a chance even making the roster? Yeah, like a realistic chance. Um, and I guess my point is that with some of these key guys out, you might see those players in by like halftime. Yeah. You know, and that that's the only point I was trying to make is it might actually increase the percentage of the game that you're kind of like, all right, that's enough. Let's wrap this thing up. Um, <laughs> but I do think that I, I that especially on the O line, because the O line is relatively healthy, knock on wood. Um, Julian Davenport's out. Other than that, I mean, they're oh, and obviously Lucas Patrick. But you know, beyond that, like some of these key guys that you want to see, they're. They're available. They're ready to go. So, um, and I would also make this point on the O line. Like even a Cody Whitehair, who's one of the longest tenure players on the team, with this new scheme, with this new running scheme, I would, I would play him a good amount. So yeah, just to see how he how he's kind of fitting into it. I saw somebody commented here, Dan. Sox have nine hits and zero runs. I put them. Come on, man. Down one zero. This is. I know. I should have done it. I should have yeah, done it. I don't know why you did that. I mean, team sucks. They're losers. Um, so that makes you sense. Know, we have all these reads for uh, Athletic Greens and Foco. Um, uh, you know, all these products that make you feel really good. I just would like to give a PSA to another one. Um, I'm on a new diet called Not Watching White Sox Baseball. I haven't oh. watched a game in like a week. I feel better. I'm sleeping better. Your bottle um, of bourbon probably staying. Yes, more full. I'm not spending as much money on bourbon. Um, it's it's really. I think you should look into this, guys. It's a really it's a really healthy lifestyle. You know, you still get your fix, like Daryl Van Scallen putting out that story today, um, where TLR is uh, criticizing. He's saying his player cannot criticize the team to the media, while also criticizing his player to the media. Great go stuff. away. Just go I the wish. F away. I wish. I, I cannot wish. stand them. I wish. You know, I can that. I can honestly say I have never uh celebrated a coach getting fired because I have a lot of respect for them as people and they are human beings and nobody should ever lose a job. He's um, eighty years old and has made more than enough money. I, I was gonna say this guy has hijacked okay. a rebuild. He was already in the Hall of Fame, he was retired. Stay retired. There's not an ounce of me that'll feel bad if and when, which if is a, still a huge question. Yeah, it probably won't. Oh. If and when he's not the manager. But Amen. I think I might actually throw a party for White Sox fans when that day comes. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right, so should That's we get some, some questions? Let's do yes. it. All right, well, uh, let's uh, start with... Let me go back here. There are a couple uh, like player updates. First of all, is uh, Dante Pettis new? This is Jimmy Tony eighty seven. Love that avatar. That is uh, who is that? Uh, what's his name from uh, from Seinfeld? Uh, but is that the Jurassic Park? It is the Jurassic Park yeah, version. Yeah. Of, uh, okay. I can't remember his name. Yeah. Whatever. Well, that he's uh, Newman in Seinfeld. Newman, yes. Wayne Knight. There we go. Uh, Dante Pettis so news. Newman. He's got to be playing Saturday, right? Oh yeah, he was but- back at practice today. Okay, there you go. I was, was going to ask back you, because I, I did not make note of that today. So Pettis was back out there. All right. How about a from Frank Brown? Bellis, Bellis, Bellis Jones update? Question mark. Still on the sidelines. Uh, he was part of the spin class this morning of all, with all the other Bears yes. that were, you know, riding bikes on the Here's sidelines. Question for me. Can I join that Peloton class? I'd like the Chicago Bears. They, you know what? They, they're missing out on a big opportunity. They should actually make that a class available to Bears fans at home on their Pelotons. Yeah. You know, schedule it for 10 a.m. every day. Just get a camera. Right. They have plenty of cameras out there to practice. All they got to do is then they have like the 30 players who are on the bikes and you get to ride with the Chicago Bears. I mean, this is a brilliant marketing ploy. It's a missed opportunity. Yeah. They should be on the phone. Corporate partnership should be on the phone with Peloton. And I don't know why they're not doing this. I like it. Uh, I like it too. That's a good idea. Uh, let's see here. How about this? Uh, oh, here we go. A couple more player questions. Zach Myers asks, will we see Elijah Hicks play? I think oh, yeah. so. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, why not? He's healthy. You think he'd be out there? He would fall in the categories that category players you. And in his case, not only do you want to see him play, like he's somebody who will really help himself by making plays on the ball, mm-hmm. too. So he's been kind of a quiet training camp for him, I would say. Yeah, he was like injured at first, and then he finally started getting in, you know, the swing of things. But need to see him in preseason. Uh, Pepe Silvia, how has Mustafer looked at camp so far? Any improvements since last season? Um, fine, right? Yeah. I guess. That, I'm trying to think. Was... When Justin Jones is getting up the middle, uh, he's going up against a guard, but obviously there's been some interior pressure, but he, I think he's been fine. Well, like you, you mentioned that sack that Tonga had today. I'm guessing yeah. that that may have come without having seen the film. I mean, definitely on the interior of that line. So, yeah. Um, another player that we got to see in this game on Saturday, I think. All right. Speaking of the interior of the defensive line, Whitakow91 says, can Muhammad play defensive tackle like McPhee used to do in Baltimore, rotating along the line so you can always have the best players on the field at the same time? Ooh. Well, I, here's what I will say about that. Just schematically, this is a defense that does not screw around too much with moving players around. Eberflus has said that. Um, it's it, This is definitely more of a uh, Lovey Smith type defense where, and you talk to opposing coaches about this, the Bears would just line up like basically the same way unless they were nickel, nickel base. That's about it. You know, very rarely were they changing things around other than maybe subbing in different D linemen. Very rarely would you have. Um, you know, guys switching spots. The most you would see sometimes was were those mug looks up the middle where Brian Erlacher, Lance Briggs would, would come right up to the A-gaps. Um, but other than that, it wasn't too exotic, and I don't expect this to be a very exotic defense. So I wouldn't completely rule it out, but I think you're going to have Muhammad basically put his hand on the ground on the outside. All right. Sounds good to me. Uh, this is from... Planets R3. Did you guys see the clip of Tonga throwing the football today? Eyeballs emoji. He got an arm. No. I just yeah, want to I say, either. Tonga is my guy. I'm claiming him right now. <laughs> you know, I remember this time last year in camp being like, yo, this seventh rounder looks like he can play. And I'm like, he's going to make the team. And then he ended up playing a decent amount. Played pretty damn well. And so far, seemingly, any questions about him transcending scheme, he's doing a good job. And apparently, he can be the backup quarterback. So I rescind my overreaction earlier that the Bears should trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. Is there any uh, video? Do you guys know what this video is? I would find it if I could. Where's the, I wonder where's the video at? It's not on the Bears' Twitter. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's, there's 95. Don't blink. Oh, he just beat the crap out of a bag. No, I'm not seeing the football yet. Yeah. Okay, whatever. That's fine. Uh, but then uh, Bear Forever 14 threw us this $2 super chat saying that Tonga's nickname should be Tong Truck. I think he means Tonga Truck, like Tonka Truck. But, oh, yeah. You know, you screwed up the joke. Whatever. That's fine. Thank you for the $2. Appreciate no, it's a good joke for $2. Tonga, Tonga, Tonga truck. truck. I like Tonga, it. Tonga Truck, yeah. I, I had like those it. growing up. I'm old. Yeah. You know, it's all good. I like just saying Tonga time. <laughs> hey, look, there's, there's Big okay, Dave. Big Dave. Get in balls. there, Big Dave. We see you. Oh, yeah. What is that? I can't see oh, what yeah. that. Oh, he's got a fan? Yeah, that's his. Uh, that's it. Is not a fan. It's not a fan. It is an air conditioner. Yes, thank you very much for saying yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Big Dave walking yeah. around with his personal air conditioner. Yeah, he has his personal air conditioner. That's Good times amazing. here at CHS Studios. It's that's not even that warm in here today. It's beautiful today. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? I was gonna say, open up a window. It's beautiful. No, no, no. It's right fine. Now. He's he just he loves <laughs> having that thing around here. Uh, let's get to the. Uh, what time is it here? Uh, okay. Real quick, this is from Cody, Danny. If we trade Roquan, how about picks and Chase Claypool? How about for picks and Chase Claypool? <sighs> Give me George Pickens. You see, yeah, right? man, he's, oh, he's you could have had him. Some, uh, you could have had him in uh, April. Uh, I think Mark Caboli, who covers the uh, Steelers, I saw a clip of him. Maybe it was with um, Pat McAfee show. Um, I think he said it's the most impressive rookie he's ever seen. Well, okay. I mean, but the Bears got mm, Kyler Gordon, yes. and I think as long as Kyler Gordon and Jaquan Brisker work out, 
you know, yeah. I know yet, everybody but, wants a wide receiver. Yeah. Might be all right. But George um, Pickens is a dude, man. Or he's a, I think the Pittsburgh Steelers social media team. They, have you seen the thing where they're putting that, like, the picture of the dog in, like, the rib cage and stuff? Like, oh, he's a dog. Have you guys seen that? that dog yeah, he's he's got, got that dog in him. He's got that dog in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's George Pickens. Okay, yeah. Remember when you didn't know his dad played in the NFL? All right. Um, here's <laughs> one from Matt D. Also about Roquan. Do you think the front office's response to Roquan could be seen by the rest of the league as petty? And negatively impact how free agents view the team in the future. Ugh. Maybe this is not a question for 2:58 p.m. at the end of a podcast, but <laughs> well, look, I, I think that, but that's why they've responded so uh, strongly because I think the things that Roquan charged in his statement were things that could turn off the rest of the league or potential free agents. So um, I don't think it's petty what they're doing. In return, I think they're, I think they're just, they're they're making their move. This is a chess match right now, and this is what they're deciding to do in response. They're looking out for the team, like they got to do that at the. That's the first thing they got to do, and so I see why the Bears are doing it. But it is their best player, so I, I can see both both ways. All right, let's get back to uh, Saturday. This is a fun one from Nick. How loud will the Nagy booze be on Saturday? I'm gonna guess not very. Yeah, I don't know because I'm trying to think of like will he what, even be on the sideline? Well, he's the quarterbacks coach, so I'm guessing he's on the sideline. Quarterbacks coach usually down there. Um, I almost maybe there's a chance they make an exception if they're kind of worried about that. Keep. I'll tell you what though, to get to the coaches booth, you have to walk through the concourse at Soldier Field. <laughs> it's the only way. Now there's an elevator right there, but you very briefly and they can surround them with security, but. The way they designed that whole situation, mm. um, he, he might be better off on the sideline. And he'll have a headset on. I think and it'll a, be fine. And a visor. Like, what, what is really going to be the opportunity to boo him? You know, they're yeah. not going to announce him. Yeah. Right. Chiefs quarterbacks coach, Matt yeah. Nagy. No. Yeah, like, like Mustafa here is like, how will there not be boos? Well, probably because people don't notice him other than, like, the thousand people right around where he's standing. And those yeah. people probably will boo. Yeah. By the yeah, way, what a, a quick thing on George Pickens. I think the team to actually watch in terms of total regret over that, watch the Patriots who drafted Tyquan mm. Thornton two picks ahead of George. And I don't know how That's Thornton's true. been doing uh, wide receiver out of Baylor, but they they took him at 50, and then the Steelers took Pickens at 52. Yep, no, that's true. I'm just curious for our listeners, too, Like before we kind of close out, who's planning on going to this preseason game? I mean, obviously, it's not the most attended games on any of these, but who's planning on going? Just comment in the chat here. Curious. Um, now, here, this Jose Carrasquillo says, what are the chances of Fire Nagy chance starts at after our first three and out? <laughs> now, I, I could see that happening. That would be low-key hilarious. I would, actually um, laugh. I would laugh at that. Yeah. Devin Kidwell says, bold predictions for Saturday. Oh. Got any? Um, got any? Got any? Bold predictions. Ooh, that's good. Let's go ahead to end the show. Bold predictions. Um, Ch- Chase Allen scores a touchdown. Really? That's all I got. Yep, ch- yep. That bear, not a bear. The Iowa State guy. Yeah, I'm giving the Iowa State guy some love. I don't know why. I'll give you one. Tristan Ebner. Ah. Over a hundred yards rushing. Whoa. And scores wow. at least and scores at least one touchdown. Amazing. I love Damn. it. Hey. They're going to run the ball. Who's going to yep. get the carries in this game? I think he's going to get a ton. And they're going to be going up against second, third stringers. Plus, it's not like the Chiefs defense that good to begin with. 100 yeah. yards. Okay. Book it. Book it. Points bet. All right. Uh, John, Neve, I, I, just a reminder here. Yes, we are doing a post-game coverage for the preseason game. Um, so stick around. Once the game ends, We you'll see our link. Yeah. Smash that like button, get notifications on, you'll get it. Yeah, we'll put the uh, link out so you have it and you, you, you get the notification. As soon as the game's over, we're going to be hammering away at the post game. I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah. And it'll be preseason for our post game show, too. So, yeah, we're doing some, know, some We're, we're going to be working on our reps. So, oh, yeah. just give us, give us a shot there. Uh, and then let's end it here. Jorge Estrada, greetings from Budapest. Looking forward to the new season and very optimistic for the future. Great content. 
Thank you very Thank much. You. Appreciate it. Great way to end the week with some positivity. I like it. I like it. Uh, so, again, we're off tomorrow. Bears are off. We're off. Consider this your preview for Saturday's game. Not much else to do preview for preseason game. We're back Saturday post game. Looking forward to it. Going to be a good show. Uh, we'll have all the reaction from everything we see. And, of course, you know what? If you got stuff to do on a Saturday and you're hanging out, living life, that's fine. That's why we have a podcast for you, too. Check out the podcast. Um you know, by the time we're back Monday, if you don't happen to watch it live, but if you want to watch live, we'll be there for you as soon as the game is over on Saturday. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Adam Hogue, at Nicholas Moriano, at CHGO underscore sports underscore bears. I uh, got plenty. Of hey, look, Brandon Spano in the background there. Mm -hmm. Just doing what he does on his phone. On the phone. Should I try to call him right now and mess with him? No, no. Okay. But hey, no. you know, if you are out and about on Saturday night and you know, you can just go right to YouTube on your phone. There we are, right there. So True. Just do that. There you go. Uh, please rate and review the podcast. Hit subscribe. Hit that like button. We appreciate you guys very, very much. And uh, we'll be back Saturday, post game. Like, like, like. Thank you very much. Talk to